Welcome to the Lifting Lindsay podcast. Today we are going to have a little mini episode. We're going to talk about involving other people in your goals. And I I feel like some of you are going to feel a little called out during this episode. And that's exciting. Like you want that, right? You want to be called out a little bit because that's how we improve. That's how we find out, oh, that's been holding me back. That mental piece of the equation has been holding me back. Awesome. Isn't it so great that somebody finally told you that? Instead of you living in your fantasy world and not knowing why you're allowing other people to hold you back from your goals, don't you want to know the reason? I do. So I'm going to invite you, do not listen to this episode with shame, blame, judgment type of screening. Okay, get rid of those ears and that, that thought. Because I don't want you to think about these things, internalize them, and then, and then fall into shame, blame. Like, oh, I'm so stupid. Oh, I can't believe I was doing that. Whatever. Don't go there. Instead, you are going to listen to this episode with an inquisitive mind. You're going to pull from it what you need to, and you're going to change what you need to, and you're going to be excited about the change because it, it can be empowering. But I'm going to tell you guys, there are some of you out there who are asking, what do I do? Because my spouse, my family, my friends, my fill in the blank, whatever, they're not supporting me in my goals. And it's really, really hard. What do you do when they don't support you in your goals? Okay, listen up. Using others as a reason of why you aren't hitting your goals is an excuse. And it stems from a victim mindset. You are literally handing your power to others to dictate how and when you will be happy. You are handing over your power as an individual to dictate your own happiness, your goals, and your feelings of achievement. You are being a victim. Stop it. This is a deep form of self-deception. Blaming everybody else for you not empowering yourself and saying yes to your real desires. The truth is you are the one and you are the only one who decides your happiness. You are the only one who decides if you will hit your goals or not. Now, I want you to think about that. Now, there's a few ways we hand over our power to others when it comes to fitness. Either we say, well, I can't hit my goals because my spouse isn't supporting me. I can't hit my goals because my mother-in-law always is judgmental of me. Do you know what? No matter, I'm just going to tell you something. If she's a judgmental person, no matter what you do, she's going to judge you, right? So why not you be the best version of you and let her judge away? Because you're going to sit there and be the worst version of you. And guess what? She's still going to judge you no matter what. If she really is judging you, and that's not coming from a place of your own insecurities, 
then no matter what, it's going to happen. In fact, I'll talk to clients who will even say things like, well, I don't want to go into a build, even though I really, really, really want muscle, because I'm going to be fluffy. I don't have a problem being fluffy, but I don't want people at the gym to judge me. They'll think I just let myself go. Really? Wow. So, wait, wait, wait. Let me get this right. Because we're going we're gonna to move through all the fluff here and get to the real problem. So you're going to allow somebody else to decide whether you hit your goals or not because you're so afraid of them judging you. You're afraid of their judgments, so you're not going to hit your goals. Well, I can't go into the gym and work out because people are going to judge me. If somebody inherently is a judgy pants person, it doesn't matter what you do, okay? It doesn't matter. But you're, you're making it your business, and it's actually none of your business what somebody else thinks of you. It is only up to you what you think of you. So are you handing your power over to somebody else? Well, my friends and my family, this is another one I hear. Well, my friends and my family judge me. They think I'm obsessed. Well, let's talk about this one for a second. Because they might be right. You may not want to hear it. You might have a very unhealthy relationship with food to the point where you need help. You might have an unhealthy relationship with working out. So if you feel like that is the reason they feel like, well, this is obsessive, this is unhealthy, then I actually feel like you need to have a very, very genuine, open conversation. And you need to open up your mind to the fact that they might be seeing something that you're not. And you might be using fitness as a way to fill a void of happiness. This is how I view fitness. Now, health and fitness, because they can be overlapping, right? So I need health in my life. I need it. For me to feel my best, there is a certain amount of cognitive oversight of food that I need to have. There is a certain amount of training and exercise that I need. And these are actual needs. They are needs. I need this. But you see, there's a difference between a need and a want. I need health. That is extremely important to me. Anything above that is a want. Anything. And so I view it as such. You see, I don't need a six-pack. Because my love of myself and my, my respect of myself and my integrity doesn't hinge on a six-pack. A six-pack is a want. It is not a need. If you feel like you need it, then you're using fitness as a tool to fill a void. And guess what? It will never 
fill it. You will never be small enough. The six-pack won't be crisp enough. You're always going to be comparing to somebody else. It will never fill it. But when you look at the basics of, I have my needs, and those needs are met. I'm taking care of my body. That's a need. Anything above that, I want delts. I want a bigger, I want bigger glutes. I want a six-pack. Anything above that for me is a want. Do you know how freeing that is to see those very distinct and differently? You see, my happiness doesn't hinge on a want. And so it can come and go because it's not a need. It can come and go. My body can fluctuate all it needs to or wants to because it's a want. And there are sometimes I want it and there are sometimes I want food more. But the basic needs are always taken care of, which is a cognitive, healthy cognitive oversight of food. And that doesn't always mean tracking. People think, oh, cognitive oversight, I need to track. No, it doesn't. It just means mindfulness. In fact, for a lot of women, that would mean only mindfulness and no tracking because tracking moves you into the want zone, right? It could. So you got to be wise as you're thinking about this. How does this apply to me? Am I thinking that my six-pack is a need? I have clients sometimes that will leave for a month and they'll come back and be like, my six-pack is gone and they'll freak out. And I'm like, are you viewing it as a need or a want? Okay, what do you, where, where is your, where's your heart and where's your mind? Because our bodies can become a God to us. And if you're a Christian like I am, we have certain beliefs in idols, right? Thou shall have no other God before me. Now, I do believe that Heavenly Father wants us. He has, he has given us a, you need to take care of your body. Anything above that is a want. Don't make it a need because as soon as you do, it becomes an idol. So this is a very distinct difference that I really want to drill home. And I'm hoping that just with this short podcast, I'm hoping a few things. One, you will sit down and you will write, what are my needs? Because needs bring happiness. Wants actually don't. There's a point of diminishing returns. They have even found that there's a point of diminishing returns for income. Now, you would think that, that the more, like you're making millions and that your happiness would continue to climb, but it doesn't. There's a point of diminishing returns in that it does not increase your happiness or how comfortable you necessarily are. So it's the same with fitness. There is a point of diminishing returns. And it's usually when you start turning wants into needs. So I'm hoping I want to invite you to do something. I want to invite you to sit down and I want you to write and not just about fitness because I think that this is just a truth that transcends into all aspects of our lives. What are wants that you're making needs? So let's sit down and write down 
these are my needs. These, when filled, will make me whole and happy. Anything above that is actually a want. And all of a sudden, the pressure of losing that one extra pound goes away because it's just a want. It's not a need. Oh my goodness. And do you know what's fascinating is people who approach things from more of a, it's just a want. They tend to hit their goals more than the people who hinge their entire self-love on this one pound or five pounds or whatever. It is so fascinating that the literature speaks to this. Me being as a coach, I've seen it time and time again. It is so fascinating, guys. So sit down and write down what are my needs and what are my wants, and then treat your wants like a want. I'll tell you this much. You do that, and family members won't be saying, well, you're obsessed, because they'll see all of a sudden this healthy balance. But I actually do believe that there are times, and I've encouraged my clients to sit down with their families or sit down with their husband and hold like a little counsel and just say to them, look, this is a want. You're right. It's a want. But it's something that I want. I want to prove to myself I can do it. I want to work really hard for it. And, and, and I want you to be a partner in this with me. I want to feel your support. That's great. But that's actually also just a want. Because I know who I am. And I have this goal. And I really want it. And I'm going to go for it. I want your support. But I don't need it. And man, when you all of a sudden feel that. And put needs and wants in their appropriate places in life. It literally can take the weight of the world off your shoulders. So I want you to make this list not just for fitness, but other aspects of your life. What are wants that I'm making needs? And get rid of that baggage, guys. Get rid of it and look at it in a healthy new light. Thank you for joining me on the Lifting Lindsay podcast today. I really hope that at least one thing that I've said or talked about can really resonate with you today and you can step into a healthier, happier version of yourself because of it. If you have any questions at all about what we've talked about today, go ahead and send me a message on Instagram. Follow me at Lifting Lindsay. You can also check out my training app at liftinglindsay.com.